Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net. And next to me is Linda Lost. <laughs> Hi, Linda Lost. What's up? Yeah. We, we, we got... Just two Force Ghosts in the next movie, huh? What? Right. I'm, right? I'm blue. blue. You're blue. Okay. <laughs> we'll get a, a good Force Ghost and a bad for a red Force. I'm surprised they didn't do the red Sith Ghost thing. Just, you know what I mean? Blue and red. Just, just go with it. Don't give them any ideas, Rob. You're not, <laughs> you're not helping at all. <laughs> Your bad Sith Ghosts are red. You know, like that's so easy. Why we haven't seen that yet? I do not know. <laughs> uh, something tells me they they wanted to, and George Lucas just said no. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, <laughs> Sam Jackson's like, I want to be a purple ghost. Like, Shut up, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, get out. Go make a Marvel movie. You know what, Sam? Get out. Okay. Wow. Question before we start. Amazing. We we have, we've only just started and the uh the show is already demonetized. <laughs> we I haven't, I haven't said fuck yet or anything. It's because you're EOC, dude. The YouTube's like, no, can't do that. You know? AOC. AO what if I say AOC? No. <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay. But um so I over under he got those glasses from Zenny. I watch a lot of Professor Rock and I'm very familiar with Zenny. So I think those are Zenny nah, glasses. Nah, but, those are those are probably those like eight hundred dollar ones that 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 Devo wears, you know, with like the steel frames on the sides or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, I think he's too rich for that. Even even <laughs> though even though the um fandom menace guys are saying that he's on the rocks he's on the skids and he's having a hard time oh, with this right like arthur like like arthur too on the rocks so, liza so minnelli's there you know you remember my my buddy from my, my 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 childhood friend that we would do the ewok stuff with right he did mm -hmm. the akieta right look like a little cabbage patch and he looked mm -hmm. like an ewok we would also do Fabricated Hoffman's pipe from go from Arthur too. <laughs> he's in Arthur's in a hardware shop, but he's trying to get a fabricated half inch pipe. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He just keeps using the words and shit. And so, I don't know. I really love that bit. I don't. I don't know why. Well, so so best bestman bulletin did this one really quickly, but look, look at look at the outline of the um thing. It's like MS Paint. That's kind of amazing. I don't I know how it. he did that. Yeah. Um, that's how you know it's not ai generated look at that <laughs> oh it might be oh that's right i was gonna i was going to introduce you as our paint pig rob today but i forgot oh I, I, yeah i saw it again i saw it again like ai artists are trolling real artists by and calling them paint pigs and I, <laughs> I can't fucking stop laughing because it's just like it's 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 so it's punching up you know what I mean? Like you're just I just hand him a pencil and it's like, well, draw me some shit, fuckface. You know what I mean? <laughs> draw me anything. Draw me a cube. Just a cube. I, Nothing I hard. Don't I don't have to. Draw I could just <laughs> if I said draw me a sphere, they wouldn't even know how to do that. <laughs> okay. Uh bestmanbulletin.com wrote Damon Lindelof's Star Wars movie will have both a male and female lead. And uh today we we were talking to Chris and we got Chris to ask a couple of questions to the insnider on his show Ooh. the hot mic and uh and insnider asked them and uh thank you thank you to chris for asking hot mic that so here it goes and thank you to jeff snyder and john roca for putting on a heck of a good show i'm gonna watch it later today so i, I don't i don't i don't know if i'd go that far 
I mean, it's, I mean, their answers weren't that. I mean, they was they were okay, but yeah, I'm just saying the shows are fun to listen. You know, like, I'm just saying, like, like tell me everything, and I'll and I'll agree. I like how competitive you are with. No, I'm not competitive. I want the, <laughs> I want him to tell me things like big things, good things. Um, like if Luke is in Ahsoka, like if Luke is in Ahsoka, is Luke in Ahsoka, is Luke in Ahsoka? <laughs> oh yeah, you think that's what I would ask? Um, I, I do like when I when I watch their show though, and Insider goes, "No, you're 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 just fucking stupid. Like what you're saying is just stupid." I was like, "Yeah, I need to treat, start treating Rob like that." There's there's a lot to learn from that show. Uh, oh okay. yeah, just call me stupid. I'll be like, <laughs> "Hey, Dad, how you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> Thought you died. <laughs> Dad's bad. Okay, okay. Another week. This is best from Bestman Bulletin's write up. Another week, another Jeff Snyder tidbit regarding the upcoming untitled Star Wars film being written by Watchman's Damon Lindelof. On the latest episode of Jeff Snyder and John Broca's podcast, The Hot Mike, Snyder was asked by the chat, come on, give give Chris his fucking due, Mr. Bulletin, if he knew. <laughs> Hold on. Spreezy got denied? Spree- Spreezy denied. Well, he, he's always threatening to sue me, so now he's going to have to throw around some of those lawsuits. Maybe yeah. maybe he can hire Stephen P. New to go after. Uh, All I know me. is is I'm going to say it. Spreezy asked if he knew where Damon Lindelof's Star Wars project was set to film, to which Snyder said he had no idea. And so, by the way, like like I don't I don't know no um, Snyder, so I don't feel I don't feel like I'm like fucking him over if I just speculate here. I'm guessing based off of the of all of the stuff that he usually gets that he gets things more from casting agencies and stuff like that as opposed to productions usually or maybe primarily from one thing and but obviously he's the insider so he gets things from both but I'm also, guessing you know, there's casting still in LA? I don't I know thought, well he might have moved back to the East Coast you're, you're the insider fanboy not me I just I just like it when he gives out Star Wars spoilers so um yeah so what so what if i'm a fan i mean i'm saying you're the one who should be telling me fanboy paint pig triggered by ai (laughs) i love avatar blue ghost fucking loser so (laughs) what of it (laughs) you're 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 and you're a red ghost read this um so no idea and he followed so snyder said he had no idea where it's filming so that makes us you know go well where is it filming It, it also says like it tells us most likely he's not getting the information from, let's say, somebody at Pinewood from a producer or somebody on the crew who's like getting it ready to and prepping production, going into pre-pro, as they call it around here. And he's not doing any of that shit. So most likely it comes from the casting side of things. And I'm going to speculate right now that Disney slash Lucasfilm, probably Lucasfilm, I should say, is going and probably casting its leads since it already has its writer and its director really getting that shit formed up so that way they can go and then obviously get paid out by Disney to start the uh, production. So I'm guessing this is like actually a good sign. Like I said, I had heard hell or high water 2025, a star Wars movie is coming out, whether it's good or bad, but this one right here has actually been in production for a little bit longer than people realize. So anyways, he followed up with clarification regarding what gender the lead in the movie is following confusion from a couple weeks ago. And for what it's worth, I believe the project will once again be filmed in the United Kingdom. Yeah, me and Bestman were speculating that it's going to be at Shinfield this time. Um, previously, Snyder um, reveted 
Oh, sorry, revealed. Like his like star went right on the word. And I was like, Revit, no, it's revealed. Yeah, on the hot sorry. mic that Lindelof and Lucasfilm had cast a male person of color in the lead role. And that this actor had success bouncing between both television and film roles. Less than 24 hours later, Snyder took to Twitter after a second source reached out and told him that the lead is actually a female POC. I um, hope it's Wanda Sykes. I truly do. Oh, so we can get Larry David yeah. to be... No, she's in Star the... Wars right now. You just won't watch it. You, you, you just won't watch it. She was literally no, in that Star Wars last The cartoon week. doesn't count. She I'm was not... in Star Wars last The cartoon week, doesn't count. <laughs> You're racist. Um, There's before... a whole episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm with her and Larry going right over that topic. <laughs> I, I like what you call some bald asshole. It's my favorite. Yeah. Um, before mere hours later revealing the original source is standing by the lead being a male actor of color. And that's not how you spell color. That's just how people from a foreign land, yeah. how they spell That's it. how I spell color. Uh, do you really? I do. You pretentious douche. Well, food right. fighters. I know. Also, <laughs> pretentious. We're in fucking Nirvana, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like he was like this. He was like, "I'm gonna spell color different. That'd be yeah. cool. People with this. What I'm doing right here. Sometimes I spell color with a U. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> with right. a U. All right, sorry. <laughs> you were in Nirvana, buddy. Spell things like an American. Okay. All right." Talking to the hot mic once again this week, Snyder clarified. I don't know how that just happened. Um, Snyder clarified the messy 24 hours that surrounded his Lindelof report. The two questions were thrown Snyder's way regarding the situation, which Snyder was happy to clear up and was grateful somebody had brought up the topic. Chris Spreezy, motherfucker. Chris Spreezy's <laughs> his name. It says on the business card. Like, like Wiley Coyote says super genius. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Motherfucker. I'm like, Motherfucker. All right. Well, there you go. Um, the journalist clarified that there's it actually. Just, hold on. It just doesn't have the effect he was hoping for because context. When you read it, it sounds like a title more than a statement. <laughs> yeah, backfired. All right. The, the journalist clarified there's actually two leads of the movie a male. And a female. So a ray and a fin. A red Both, ghost and a blue ghost. But whatever, man. Both people <laughs> of color. He I'm said telling you, when he says they're people of color, it's because they're actually blue and red. It's going to be oh. our first Force Ghost film, dude. Oh, my God. The it's the ghost. ascendancy, everybody. Force Ghost Saga. Force Ghost Saga. <laughs> it's about a it's about a, a chiss named Thrawn and a green Greedo named Green. Okay. Yeah, it's like Casper. From the movie Kids? Come on, baby. It's Casper. Let Casper do it. All right. Uh, I do think I sussed it out. I said it was a man, right? Then somebody reached out and said, nah, it's actually a woman. Then the original source came back and said, trust me, it's a man. Truth is that it's both. Uh-oh. There's two lead, two POC leads. There's one man and one woman. But the man has a little bit of a bigger role than the woman. <gasps> Figures. Uh, that's when I was hearing it's a female POC lead. It's two. As far as the names go, I haven't heard anything. But there was somebody, though. 
So he kind of like, yeah, like the impression that I think um, Bespin had when he listened to it was that like there was a name and he couldn't remember it. But the fact that he can't remember the name, other means he was super stoned, which cool. Or, or it means, or it means that it was not somebody who's very well known, you know, and it was easy to forget. So anyways, uh, Bespin goes on to write, many fans began to speculate before Snyder's clarification that there'd be more than one lead, and this led to the confusion. Just looking back at Star Wars The Force Awakens, Daisy Ridley and John Boyega were both cast as leads in the film, with Ridley um, being the true lead, and Boyega later on getting a little more supportive as the trilogy went on. So little is known about the Damon Lindelof project, but the film was supposedly slated to film by the summer of, of this year, hence why the movie has already cast its two leads. Lindelof is co-writing the flick with Justin Britt Gibson, and uh, Charmaine obeyed Chinoy on board to direct. The film is expected to release on December 19th, 2025, and is rumored, and look, look at rumored's even spelled really funny. It's spelled funny. Uh, to be formally you, announced you, you? at Star Wars Celebration, which takes place in London just under three months' time. So that's, I got a feeling we'll see it announced at Celebration, and it'll probably right then be, be like, pre-production will start um of building sets and stuff or even production i should say probably so, stuff like that at that point and then you could give bestman a, a, a fucking tip if you want right, just yeah, the tip um <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, uh, so do you think with the forest ghost movie it's going to start right when they die like they just materialize but they don't know who they are and then they're going to go on a quest to find their bodies like kind of like you know in uh you know, in World of Warcraft, when you die and you got to go back and get your body and shit, like it'll be like that. When we keep saying person of color and then you keep bringing up ghosts, I keep thinking of Ghost Dad. Oh, Ghost Dad. Bill Cosby. Oh, oh no. Cosby. No, no. Well, he was yeah. in both film and TV. <laughs> I think I think he'll be out of out of prison by then. I think he I think he got out, right? Oh, did Jesus. What if he did put Bill Cosby? <laughs> oh, no. Trying yeah. to rehabilitate him. Force Ghost Dad is what it's called. Yeah. He forces yeah. you into things you don't want to do. Um, <laughs> I, I Rebel Spy. <laughs> I Rebel Spy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so, what what did we got here in the chat? Raz says not enough. They should all be POC persons of cracker. Oh man, no, really? Really brought that yeah, down. Clever, clever. <laughs> Dell. Very clever. Dell. Oh yeah, by the way, thank you for being a channel member, Dale. I, I, I don't thank you channel members enough. I appreciate everyone who is a channel member. I, I know that times are tough, but I, I appreciate it. It makes makes my times a little less tough and uh helps us do the show and stuff. So thank you. And um yeah, but let's and then I think I think Ryan's comment probably comes from a good place. So let's let's look at it. Ryan says, Does it really matter what race the actors are? I don't understand why people are so obsessed with something that has zero percent to do with their ability. Or the quality of their work yet it's a headline so in my opinion ryan the truth is for the most part your average star wars film has a very low ceiling for actors abilities like when you look at what ray and finn had to do in that movie you could literally get almost anybody of any race to play those parts just as well as they did because it's not that dynamic of a role now, if we were talking, if the movie was something like Andor, then you do come into a situation where best actor, man, best actor. 
but the but the truth is like on the force awakens i don't think there was a best actor kind of um situation you know it's such a pollyannish here we go on the adventure and deliver the lines and be funny and fun and light spirit you know good spirited stuff like that so i don't really think that um it's as important in that moment that like it just be the best actor so what you went so it does get a little bit political at that moment where you decide you know what it can be a white woman and a black man or you know and and you do make that choice like let's let's go with let's let, let's take it that way now when it comes to like andor for instance um if you were to go and and just play that kind of card i think with with casting um like the guy who plays luthan I can't imagine anybody else really bringing that strong of a like Luthan to us, right? And then that time it happened to be like a white guy, old white guy, and he was the best person for the role. But when you get down into the, to these more popcorny Star Wars movies, I think you can decide. You know what? We're going to um, actually go with representation in, in that moment because I think that when you when you look at it, like what are the advantages? I'm um, just looking at it from the corporation's perspective. What are if we just cast white leads in this, then we're going to get called racist. It's going to get, you know, it's going to get picked apart. But then, but the, the, the ceiling on it's low. It's a low ability. Like it's high energy, low ability kind of, kind of role. Usually sounds like our show. Sounds like our show. And, uh, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, like I love Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill in a new hope empire and Jedi. Most actors could have done that role that he does. A lot of it that he brought to him was him, like his personality. That's like, that's like, that's the important part. What Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill brought being them, right? But, you know, you go find two great people and you put them in the role, then there you go. And, and, and in this instance right here, we don't, I haven't seen a casting call. I don't know if they, they may have had these people in mind. Like it's kind of, what's kind of weird about this one is I haven't heard anything at all. And so when you get into that kind of like angle, they may, these roles may have been written with two people in mind. So it may not be like they played that game. It might not, they might not have went for a person of color, but what happened was Snyder was told POC. And then we all know that that's Hollywood corporate speak for black person. And on his current, um, on his current on his last on Snyder's show today, I think he actually said a black person. Like I think he actually like said that. And so we end up with uh it's two black, it's two black leads. So why does that matter now? Because we want to know who it is. Well, I think it further confirms my force ghost theory considering how often Hollywood likes to turn people of color into blue ghosts. Oh I mean, like it's a legitimate ghost fucking <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean, what was that ghost movie that Pixar made one? Everyone a bunch of CGI oh, movies yeah. that turn people like, color to blue ghosts. So blue ghost. I, I, we're just getting cl- look. Avatar just you know two billion. They need blue. They need blue lead characters. So one of them is going to be a ghost, right? You know, I'm telling. Well, you. I got you blue every day on the show, and it's not really working out too well for us. I'm trying. Well, I'm trying well, to go blue. Go blue. Go woke. Go broke. <laughs> go, go blue. Oh, no, I'm not gonna make that joke. Never mind. <laughs> well, somebody else already does. Uh, Brittany does. Um, as long as it's not G- SJW, if I, I don't care, as long as it's good. What does that uh, that's, mean? Yeah, that's that, see, that's that's one of those things though. Like when you're looking for SJW stuff and everything, 
uh, you will find it. And then, and then she does say like Soundwave because go woke, go broke. But yeah, we know that to Avatar too. They're really going broke. Yeah. Well, tell that to the Force Awakens. Yeah, they it like really went broke. Dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just, yeah. Um, it's just how, how, how's Gina Carano's movie doing? <laughs> Spider Man, the Spider Man. Yeah, the Spider-Man goes home series. It's Spider-Verse not doing too well financially. That film. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. It's, it, it's uh, but I mean, like you know, it it's just not really true. But what? But if something is diverse and fails, then they attribute it to that. But the the fact of the matter is, if you are going to consume Disney stuff, you're going to have diverse cast. That's just going to happen. But it's a good grift for a lot of people because we all know that. So if you take that position, you can literally always have something to bitch about. You know what I mean? When it comes to that kind of shit. So I don't know. I mean, the thing about it is like it's the globalist. But we are selling American Hollywood films to the whole world now. We're not just selling it to a white suburban night in the United States. Where movies make a lot more money doing that. Back in the day when they just did that, movies made like half. You look at like the domestic box office and the international box office on a lot of these films, it's paltry. And when you look at when they started being inclusive and started actually like selling their movies to the rest of the world and exporting America, oh, they started making a fuck ton of money. So what you're saying is the new trilogy is going to be banned in Florida. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, banned in Florida, probably in China. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. Iger's back, so it's definitely getting a Chinese release. But Florida is untouchable. <laughs> I don't know, man. They, they, uh, no, dude. Didn't... Black Panther and some other movie are getting, and they're both getting re-released in China now. Okay, so mm-hmm. yeah, so no, man. That dude, that dude's a deal, dude. For whatever reason, right? But Brittany says as long as it's good, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, and that's that's what. That's what we all hope for. Like, that's why to like clarify my position on this stuff. I don't think that your average Star Wars role requires a high level of ability. Therefore, if you cast a black person, it doesn't mean that you were going woke. It means that like shit. There's a lot of people who can play this, and there's more advantages to the corporation to go that way. But it doesn't mean that it goes that way either. Like, I don't think it's necessarily fair to assume that. For all we know, they saw hundreds of people, and we just didn't know anything about it. And the two best people were, were black. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't have to mean anything. Um, like going woke happened or anything like that. It could, but it probably. Hey man, could. the dude show ran fucking Watchmen. This could be the most woke Star Wars of all fucking time. I love that show. Yeah, I still haven't watched it yet. I gotta watch everything. The, the it, you're gonna be like, what the fuck's going on? Episode six is where it all becomes clear. Like, but it's it's dope. Okay. Yeah. Well, another one of those. Hey, just watch twenty four episodes and you'll like the show. No, no, uh, not one of these. Right. It's not twenty four episodes. Hmm. But uh, what? Anyways, um, my mic's still working. The Watchmen right? comic was like that though. You didn't know what was going on until about halfway through it, man. It was Rob, other than the my, basic. Premise. My mic still working. Yeah, but your lights went off. Yeah, that's why I'm asking if my mic is still working. Yeah. Making sure you can still hear me. Sorry. Now you're but, just uh, a floating head. Like... <laughs> I'm a ghost. I'm a, I'll, I'll be your white ghost that you, that you want in that movie. There you go. I'll, I'll be I'll be Lindelof. 
How's that? Oh, you can't yeah. see it. Mm. Okay. So <laughs> time is an illusion. Social politics is a lie. Damn. Obviously, obviously, sub dude is fucking in philosophy 101 right now, having a having an existential crisis. I hear but. that in Spicoli's voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No but. shirts, no shoes, no service. <laughs> <laughs> um, as the truth says, shout out to Chris fishing for bits. Also, smash a like and support Bespin. Yeah, I I agree. Thank you very much, Mister Azatru. And and when you want to see, he's a POW, video, a person of Welsh, a person okay. of Welsh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh -oh. I don't know why I found it funny, but I like. It. You know what? I I think I think my my lights may actually be dead. They're like really dim right now. They may have died on the show. That's okay oh, though. Man. I was gonna get tired of them anyway. And then, my 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 daughter bought me those and. uh which I, which I like. She's like, I got you these for your set. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. So I was like, all right, we're doing it. We're doing it. And then, um, but now I have an excuse to get rid of them. Uh, so, yeah. And thank you, Azadrew. Always appreciate Azadrew being around. And, and and Mr. Baymax. How's it going, dude? The the creator of the Lambhead action figure. So, the, are they afraid of the layers getting me? I don't know what you're talking about, so I'll just go with it. Oh, there are no layers in AI, AI art, or is there, Craig? I think we'll have to ask the uh, paint pig for his analysis. Oh, no, I'm getting triggered when I ask a guy to draw <laughs> something. You know, like, yeah, that's, that's the definition of trigger these days. Right. Yeah, I'll make you happy. As the truth says, nothing can stop the way of water right now. Whoosh. I don't know if that's what that really says. <laughs> Whoosh. How's that Al Bundy's toilet? <laughs> <laughs> Whoosh. Remember when I thought Bud Bundy was in Avatar 2? 3? Yeah. That looked like him, though. There was this, like, featured image for somebody who's, like, going to be, like, in the next Avatar. And, uh... Oh, did, did, did you hear that on... on That they came out and said that uh, Vin Diesel is not in Avatar? He never was. Like, why are you guys saying that? Oh. Uh. Yeah, but I saw. He I literally said that. Like he said that. Like he said he was working with them. Like he was he was doing that thing where he was trying to push himself into it. But then it's weird that they would go and then act like we were the crazy ones for thinking that might be the case. He just like, told him to go in the tank and hold his breath for five minutes, and they pretended to film. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, anyways. Um, what, what else, what else do we got? We got, we got a couple of, there's a couple of like weirder little things just hanging out, hanging out about, um, this one right here, it's a little bit of a dumb one, but so it says the last of Us star Gabriel Luna actively campaigning for the, this star Wars role. All right. So Gabriel Luna, and this is from, from, um, Rem, any relation not, to Diego? I think it's Remez. Hello, <laughs> Gabriel Luna has starred in a couple of the biggest franchises in the world from playing Marvel superhero Ghost Rider on the TV series Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to his role as the advanced killing machine in the movie Terminator Dark Fate. And by the way, I think he's a pretty good actor, but he looked way too kind in, in, in Terminator Dark Fate. Like he looked like he was like a nice neighbor who would ask you over to a barbecue, 
not like a killing machine. So I kind of like was yeah, like mm, with a little miscast. I haven't seen it, but I took one look at it. I'm like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. He, yeah. And, and he didn't do anything bad in it for the for the for the record. He was just himself. He just his look is just I don't think the right for it. But yeah, the um, first time you saw, I think to to be clear, the first time you see uh back in the nineties when you saw um Robert Patrick. You just looked at him. You're like, that fucking dude will kill you. Like, oh fucking, I, I, then I said, cop, cop. Yeah, you know? it looks like an evil cop. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So during a recent interview on the Last of Us Pods, Luna revealed. So, so this is from an interview on the Last of Pods. Luna revealed that he wants to be in a Star Wars project badly. He wrote a letter to Lucasfilm executive producer Dave Filoni to let him know how interested he is. It says, quote. I wrote a letter to Dave a while back. It's a dream of mine, Luna said on the podcast. I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities there. I'm just wishful thinking and hoping. I'm, I, I will always prepare as if as if I have the job. If that day should ever come, I'll be ready. And then, oh, uh, Jason, <laughs> yeah, but you know, he wrote it in one of them like weird little. You never get one of them little notes in high school. It's like. It's like all like wrapped in like weird triangles. It, it was an email, Dave. You're just crazy. That was an email. I can't I open know. those. I can't. Oh, I can't even do the little football thing. You know, I think you. I think your assistant prints your emails out and then does them like that, so you'll open them and read them. Okay. That's how they. That's how they get you to read your email, Dave. That's the only way you'll do it. <laughs> so yeah. You stumped me with that one. <laughs> I think that's like, true. <laughs> I think just, the world just became clear to him. Um, so he goes on to say, This was me throwing my hat in for a certain Ezra Bridger. He said, This was years ago, not even knowing if they would ever do anything with Ezra. He's probably my, besides Luke, favorite character. Well, actually, I'm sorry, R2, Luke, Ezra Bridger. And then, unfortunately for Luna, Ezra is going to be portrayed by Amon Esfandi. King Richard in the upcoming Disney Plus series. So, and then Did he goes imagine? on to say his Hold plan on, the B. The casting, the casting director comes in. They got all these faces that, that, that these little these demo things that they did right, like in in the episode one, the beginning. You're right, like you're all watching the footage. But then Filoni comes in with this email. But I got email. I got a buddy who wants to be this. And they just chuck it out and give it to his buddy. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. He says you guys have to say I'm a big fan of the new High Republic stuff. There's another great character there I think I would be great, I might be angling towards. And then he revealed the character to be um, Elzar Mann, a Jedi Master in the comic book series, The High Republic. <laughs> you fucking nerd. I, fucking nerd. <laughs> so instead of Nepo babies, we would call this Besto babies, right? Besto when you, babies. When best friends get jobs, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it could work out for him, though. I mean, he's in a, he's in a production right now with... Um, Pedro Pascal, who's the Mandalorian, who has a lot of pull and would probably like, I would imagine the people involved in that production who are friendly with Pedro will be watching his performance in that, uh, especially like, like Dave Filoni. And you'll see him there and maybe you'll be like, hey, you know what? We can make him something. Pedro goes, look, man, honestly, I'm not even in my own show. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really. You need to speak to John Wayne's grandkid if you want a better chance of getting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you know, that that's a bit of a fluff piece, but it, it's still interesting, you know. And then um there's this other article I came across. Spielberg shares George Lucas's weird Star Wars tradition. <laughs> I love this photo. Oh, I love Look this at him. photo. 
That's uh, that's the uh, Rancor. That's, that's, is that the Rancor, or is that is that from Temple of Doom? Hey, uh, that was like Last Crusade. No, uh, maybe. Yeah, you're right. See, look, it's Last Crusade. Yep, executive producer George Lucas and director Steven Spielberg on the set of the film Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, 1989, from Getty Images. So, okay. The professional and personal relationship between George Lucas. This is from um, sfgate.com. The professional and personal relationship between George Lucas and Steven Spielberg goes back decades, long before Lucasfilm opened its headquarters in San Francisco's Presidio. This week, Spielberg shared a few incredible anecdotes about their collaborations on Smartless, a podcast hosted by Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and iHeartRadio award winner Sean Hayes. Podcasts have too many famous people. Now. If, I don't know who Sean Hayes is, but if you have to put iHeart Award winner in front of your name, you're nobody. Like, I'm just letting you know. I, I radio, man. You want an award. I know. Jason Maven, yes, Bull Arnett, iHeart Award winner. I don't want to know any iHeart Award winners. Yeah. You know, like just, you know, you're not doing yourself any favors with that one. <laughs> okay, so I can't call my I, I won the um Star Wars podcast People's Choice Award. Can, can I call myself People's Choice Award winning Jason Ward? No. Okay. Spielberg traced the origin of his friendship with Lucas to a film school competition between USC and UCLA, which Lucas's THX 1138 took home top honors. When Star Wars was in production, Spielberg attended an advanced screening of a rough cut with about 40 other uh, industry colleagues. Most in attendance weren't impressed, sharing the negative feedback at a mill afterward. I don't know. Oh, I don't bitch, this sucks. <laughs> You know, <clears throat> all right. We, quote, Brian we De Palma to... hurt my feelings, Jason. He he was really, he and was then I was, and, and then you know, after Mission Impossible, I sent him a note that said, "Ha ha 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 ha." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, quote: We went to a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. And everybody just started <clears throat> coming down on the film. Mongolian, Mongolian restaurant, Jason. Mongolian. Everybody just started coming down on the film. It didn't make sense. Who are these guys? Who are the guys that look like Nazis, but they're all in white, like stormtroopers, said Spielberg. In that early version, there were no special effects, and black and white World War II footage was used as a placeholder for battle scenes. Nevertheless, Spielberg and the head of the film studio were the sole supporters of the film, believing that it would be a blockbuster. So this is about the rough cut of 1138, not about the student film. Um, when it came time about for the Star Wars... Star Wars. Yeah, is that what they're talking about? Rough cut? Yeah, the rough cut of Star Wars. He's like, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was a weird jump for me. It's a weird like, jump. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about like eleven thirty-eight, and then but the, you forget the heart when Star Wars was in production. Forty people got to watch. We went to a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just, forty other industry colleagues. Yeah, okay, yeah. we went to a Chinese restaurant. Everybody just started coming down on the film. It didn't make sense. Who are these guys? What are these guys look like Nazis? All white, like the stormtroopers. Said Spielberg. In that early version, there were no special effects and. And black and white World War II footage was used as a placeholder for battle scenes. Nevertheless, Spielberg and the head of the film studio were the sole supporters of the film, believing that it would be a blockbuster, a term also actually coined in relation to the popularity of Spielberg's Jaws. When it came time for Star Wars to premiere, Spielberg and Lucas were together in Hawaii. Lucas was afraid the film might flop, so he reasoned that he'd rather receive uh, bad news somewhere bit, huh? fantastic like a <laughs> in Hawaii than at home. The location led to a unique tradition. So, so it's more of the unique tradition part that I find interesting. Yeah, we went to a beach in Hawaii. You know, we ate a bunch of spam. We well, made let's, sand let's castles. See. Let's see. Let's see. Indiana Jones. I put on bikinis <laughs> and made out. We won't know until we read read on. 
George um, inaugurated this thing about building lucky sandcastles. Fucking nerds. Ah, told it. You build it close to the tide. Then if the sandcastle the, the next morning is no longer there, the ocean wiped it out, your film will be a flop. But if the castle's still there, the film will be a hit. Fucking 70s, man. Hey, man. Sandcastle, like if the ocean doesn't get it, it's going to be a success, man. Meanwhile, in New York, Marty and Marsha partying at Studio 54, making the mean streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, that, what was that song that was playing in in Scarface, you know, when they're at the fucking, when the montage song, right? <laughs> And then they're out there, they're out there making sandcastles and waiting to see if the, the tide washes them away. <laughs> yeah. So Lucas resumed a call at 10:30 a.m. showing of Star Wars was sold out across the entire country. The final oh, yeah, related, well, that meant, okay. <laughs> the final <laughs> related anecdotes had to do with Indiana Jones series, which Lucas asked Spielberg to helm after Spielberg shared that he wanted to direct a James Bond film. Harrison was oh, cast man. as the lead after Spielberg visited the Zedman Project's back and simply said, what about the guy from for Indiana Jones? Lucas pushed back, given that Ford was so closely associated with the role of Han Solo, but eventually demurred. So Spielberg's last related anecdote came in the question posed by Arnett about the iconic scene in Raiders, in which yeah, a swordsman cool. does a threatening display of a skill in front of Ford. Who was proceeds- he sick? And he didn't want to do the bit. Was it? Well, he, he, he was shitting blood. Originally, the script was an extended battle where Ford used the bit. Remember, remember that my anus is bleeding cartoon? Right? <laughs> yeah, Jones's anus was bleeding the whole time. Like <laughs> the whole reason it happened was that Harrison had some tainted lamb the night before at a restaurant where he was where, where we, we were shooting in uh, Caron. I don't know Tunisia, and he had tainted lamb. And had a, and had a case of what we'll call the Taristas. The shit. He, he said that morning, "You've only got an hour. I'm going back to the hotel in an hour." Both Spielberg and Ford remember coming up with the solution of using the gun. So it's unclear whose idea it really was, but Spielberg did offer a small cinematic touch that made all the difference. <laughs> Look at these nerds. We make sandcastles. <laughs> If their star gets washed away by homeless uh, urination in the morning, yeah. it was never meant to be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remove the background of this photo and uh, put you right in between. It, use it with absolutely <laughs> no context and featured images. Just like, like spill. I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm gonna put George Lucas next to a lion, maybe like a, like a fucking like like a like a lion on like a, like a leopard background like this, like he's ready to pounce. So what's funny about that is the last thing Ford does when the swordsman threatens him, and I thought it was really important. I asked Harrison to whip his brow to wipe his brow, and in doing so, fold the front of his fedora upwards so he looks a bit like Gabby Hayes. Who the fuck's Gabby Hayes? <laughs> I um, heart award winner Gabby Hayes, Jason. <laughs> I heart award winner Gabby Hayes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought by getting him a little funny looking. By taking the brim, by ta- by taking the brim of his fedora and forcing it to go up, as opposed to going down over the brow, it might take the onus of the cold blooded. It might take off the onus of the cold blooded killer. So, all right, you know, is what it is. Fascinating conversation. All the things yeah. you can ask him. This is this is what we're making sandcastles and making sandcastles. Jones got the shits. 
Hey, I really want to know. So when did you and Kate Cashaw start fucking on the set of Temple of Doom? <laughs> like, yeah. Was it was was it, and how uncomfortable was George when he when he went to see his buddy, but he was he realized he was the third man out in that troop. You know, like he didn't realize you'd found another lover on and he couldn't hang out with his buddy because you two wanted to lovey dovey on that's the shit I wanted him. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean making sandcastles, really, guys? Really though? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. And then um and then let, let let's do let's do a, a slight bit of um just eye rolling for general purposes. Um, the fake rumored du jour is KK's pipeline projects have been put on hold. Not true whatsoever. Um, today we've just been talking about her projects, and she has project a lot of projects in development right this now and, in production. So that doesn't make sense. Lucas right. is now greenlighting which projects move forward. Also, not fucking true. George Lucas does not give a fuck George about Lucas anything. Is greenlighting. Yeah, George Lucas is not doesn't work there. Why would somebody who doesn't work there be greenlighting things? He's not in control of the money. It's not his money. He does. They do realize that you sold it, right, George? You did sell it, yeah, right, well, George? Yeah, yeah. But um, but sometimes I like to give a purple light and uh, and a yellow light. And uh, mm -hmm. I mean, why just stick with green, right? Yeah. He, George, you used to have a stupid stamp that said Fabuloso. And yeah. I was kind of like, okay. But when I think of that now with you building sandcastles, I think I think you're a very silly man sometimes. Well, I, I like to spell Fabuloso with a U like they do in uh, in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I think it I think it might be spelled that way. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna green light uh 18 more seasons of the Bad Batch. That's no. my first thing. Yeah, just to really? fuck with you all. Yeah. 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 No real story. It's just gonna, it's just gonna go on. You know, sometimes they're gonna do things, and sometimes they're not. Yeah. When when they realized that you hated the expanded universe and literally had almost zero respect for it, do you think they'll still oh, make stories yeah. that you're greenlighting stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm also gonna fuck with Timothy's on, and uh, I'm gonna do a. Mara Mara Puce. Oh, and th there's actually more. Not only is he greenlighting projects, he's making content um corrections and adjustments going forward. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is that, yeah. that true, George? Are you doing that? Yeah, well, I'm adding I'm adding uh, fart sounds to Andor. Like, oh, just oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm I'm doing them all myself ex experimentally. You know, you gotta like a, right, like a little bit like that. You know? Um and then um in case because this could be a thing, even though it shouldn't be. Um, people will go like, well, m m you know, if somebody lies and shits in my mouth about 99 things, maybe that one thing they say is true. Never, well, never. Well, speaking of Rick McCollum, George, I, Lucas, uh, uh, is this true? Is this true? George, George Lucas has greenlit a Jedi Knights live action series starring Luke Skywalker with an ensemble cast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just leave green M&Ms on Mark's desk and he thinks that's, uh, yeah, he's going to get another job. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I right. invented the green M and M. That's true. That right you? after Return of the Jedi, it was part. Of, we only we had Reese's pieces with ET, and and I wanted uh, something special for Jedi, and we thought blue M and Ms, but at the last second I changed it to green, and we had to destroy all the blue M and Ms. So. Okay. All right, George. I have, a, I, have, I, have a, I have a question for you. All right. Would you want every show to be like Andor, hmm. 
but it ends with a sped up yakety sax music montage at the end. Or you can double your current Star Wars power at Lucasfilm, but you have to wear a bikini. Uh, I'm, I'm, huh. I, I want, I want, I want a doll whip. That's I'm, I'm in a mood for a doll whip. Okay, yeah. how about this? Manda goes out for a pack of smokes and never returns, and Grogu is a sad orphan, and that becomes the focus of the series. Oh, Jason, or, his name is his name is Kenner. Like I've, I've, I, you know, that's the first thing I got to go back and fix. I, I told him his name is Kenner and Kenner Jenner. Um, yeah. oh. or, or Manda oh. learns he has heart disease, so he's like calling time out on all the action scenes because it's getting too too heavy for him. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. All right. Mm. All right. Well, I got. I gotta go. I gotta. I'm, I am a diabetic. I have to. See. I have see. To I just proved. To, I just proved to everybody. He has absolutely nothing to say. Nothing to say. Nothing to do. Hold oh. On. Oh, hey, yeah. George. You're back. I'm. I'm greenlighting eight more Lindelof films just to fuck with you. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm Max. Twenty. <laughs> Ooh, my house is haunted. Oh no, no 18, 18, 18. 18? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I gotta say, I uh, Marcelo asked, will, Bo- will Boyega be in that film? That crossed my mind, but I don't think so. Cause I think like casting somebody new would be big news, but if it was like Boyega coming back, I feel like it would like the news would just be different. And um the Emperor asked, Have we heard anything about Hayden as a force ghost? Or do you think they will do a secret out of it like Luke Skywalker and Matt? Well, if they were, it would be a secret. The whole thing would it would be, you know, did it get out kind of situation. Um, but I don't um know anything about Hayden as a force ghost primarily. I know about Hayden playing Darth Vader y stuff. So that at least that's what I for memory, that's what I think it was. So you know what I mean. And then, and then um, Darth Lopez says, "Woke is garbage narrative created by crybabies and is being used for hater content for likes and views." Ellen Ripley for life. All right, you know, I can get behind that one. Um, Baymax says, "I went to Target yesterday. It was so woke. They must be going out of business." What was it? Did you have a woke experience at Target? Do you need to share Baymax? Do you need support? Do you need help? Um, and then Baymax says, I watched the NFL playoffs last night. It was so woke. I had to turn it off. They must be going broke. I know, right? I look, look at how diverse those football teams are. You know what I mean? Take a knee. Take a knee, Baymax. Take a knee. Um, unfortunately, they're primarily white owned. So, oh. <laughs> oh. <you know. laughs> yeah. Whoa. That, yeah. That's just diversity, baby. Um, I don't know. As the truth says, I don't even know what that means. Rewatched Kenobi last weekend with my brother, who has not seen it. He really liked it, especially Reva, Leia, and Obi Wan Vader um, scenes. I still really like it, aside from some some other some production quality. Yeah, that's cool. that's my my reading on it is like like the actual like story of it is good. Like, and there's a lot of good stuff, but there's a couple of wonky moments. And when you watch it all at once, it's a lot better than when you watch it week to week, and you're like. Now I get to just sit here and ruminate on on Leia running away in that really bad secret stuff like that. But when you watch it all at once, it's it's a lot it's a lot better. I, I think my takeaway is it should have been a film uh, at the end, at the end of the day. So, oh yeah, I find it hard to even watch Star Wars Larry. I dislike it so much. So it's it's tough. Oh, that's that's some bullshit. Because Star Wars fucking Larry is good. 
You're, uh, I stick you're, with it, but it's tough. I have to I'm relieving scenes I don't want to watch again. What? Star No. So no. I'm, I'm, I don't like the show, man. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I know, but 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 I but don't get don't get mad at Larry because of your fucking hang. I'm not mad at him. I'm just saying it's tough. That's you're how much Larry. I dislike the You're mad it's at tough. Larry. You're 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 missing out, man. You're fucking up. I like um, the song. One last thing or two last things uh before we go today. This is that shot that's in the the uh, Disney Plus version of the old trailer, um, of the the new Mando trailer. Let me add it to the stream. Sorry about that. So, like right there, and uh, I'm going to say that is a, a shipyard on Coruscant, uh, probably for sure. But it looks, it's a really good looking shot. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, D- Jesse. Jesse just said, do you know if it, that was Curtis on the Mando trailer? Don't know if it's been confirmed as there are other city planets. Yeah, I. it's not confirmed, but it does really, really appear to be Coruscant. And when you have the, the, the previous shot of Pershing in that like, like air taxi kind of speeder thing from looks like it's really similar to the ones Return of the Jedi special edition. So if they are trying to make it not Coruscant, they are falling on their face. Um, but I think it is. And also, um, there's a certain, like, I don't know what you would call this, Rob, but when Rick Mc, when Rick McQuarrie would paint the lights on his buildings for Had had Abaddon, which becomes Coruscant, like a certain style to it that the movies did pick up on and did take. And I noticed that it, it is alive and well in the, Coruscant looking scenes. So once again, it would be very strange if if it wasn't. It's Coruscant. I don't know why yeah. people are questioning it's Coruscant. It's not a hard one, folks. Oh, we we we've had too many Tatooine ripoff planets. No, no, it's Coruscant. And then Lucasfilm Games. Thank you to Errol Bowen for leading or for lending your talents as the original voice of the ghost pirate Lechuk in Monkey Island franchise, delighting fans as the eternal rival of our intrepid hero, Guy Brush. Oh, uh, Wood, and solidifying your place within our video game history. Rest in peace. I didn't notice, I didn't know it was the guy from from uh, from, Terminator. Um, from Terminator who who yeah. has um, John Connor's mom in the, in the mental hospital. But yeah. They, Ellen they Ripley. Yeah, remember guy. we had Ellen Ripley? In the... yeah. Ellen, Ellen Ripley. Yeah, his mom. What? What? What's even happening right now? Hmm. Wait, I'm trying to I'm trying to get up up this last this last little image. Um, some people noticed this too, which is uh, actually I think this is this is good news. Um, let me let me get the image right here so I can show you. Um, so Steph Green. Oh. On her, I think is this yes. Facebook? Um, Emmy and Oscar nominated filmmaker Watchman Ahsoka yes. New Boy. So oh, so she's apparently so she's apparently gonna gonna be directing on 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 Ahsoka. Boba Fett and, episode two. A good yeah, one. It was, it was it was a good one, yeah. It was it was yeah. well directed. So the only one you, you really know. needed, to be honest with you, with, for the Boba Fett story, that could have just been one episode of in the Mando season, you know. Yeah. And I would have mm-hmm. been great. Like, yeah. And then um, 
another something that keeps coming up over and over again, by the way, with the with fans is you know, everyone thinks they're really super smart when they make the criticism that like that big Grogu moment happened in Book of Boba Fett. It's not even his show and all that kind of shit. And like I agree with it, but people act like it's literally impossible to do a montage at the beginning of this next season of the Mandalorian, which they are totally fucking going to do because yeah, of previously that. in the book of yes. Boba Fett or something. And they're gonna and show a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And and I I mean I'm I hope I'm wrong, but I'm even speculating right now that when we see that shot with the Jedi Knights, they may they may just like show more of, of the the uh, Jedi Knights like where when Grogu gets away, they may expand it. We may see some of the previous stuff expanded. That that might just be one shot they put in the trailer because it's just one shot in the montage in the beginning. I mean, I hope it's not, but I'm throwing it out there. What if it is? And then I was like, I was having a bunch of like, what if it? What if this is wrong and this is it's this? And I was like, what if Christopher Lloyd was Grogu's Jedi Master? What if Christopher Lloyd was his Jedi Master and returned to the Mandalorians? Like, what if he was a Mando who returned? I was like, whoa. What if he was if- Jedi Master Lightman? Yeah, well, what, what if what if Grogu wasn't isn't the first Mando Jedi? What if it's Christopher Lloyd? But that was just me going crazy with my mind and speculating. Yeah, it's but, probably not anywhere near as interesting as what we could conjure up. <laughs> just it's probably be, not as important. We also we always conjure up very interesting takes, and then in the show, you're like, oh, it's, it's just doesn't matter. It's a little thing. Yeah, I mean that's Occam's razor every time. You know, it's it, it's almost always going to work for you with, with Star Wars. The more convoluted and crazy things have to be, you know, and then and then like like this is my take right here. Jake asks, "Have you heard anything on Hayden being in those se- Order sixty six scenes, or is Mando like just the five hundred first? And in my opinion, um, if they were to they they can't just just use some archival footage that, that they just shot for Kenobi or something and put it in there. I think this would it would be a different gig, and they'd have to like literally pay him, but." I could kind of see Hayden getting paid scale sometimes on like on a nothing part like that. So it's possible, you know, even though I think he deserves more, I could kind of see him kind of getting scale. And then, um, you the think they of- should bring back Team Bot magazine, but for no. like 40 year old no. Gen Xers? No. So it's just all the guys that they, <laughs> so they get, you think, you think Gen X moms would buy Dude. that? Is Filoni super chatting you and you're keeping the money? This sounds like a Filoni question right now. Shh. <laughs> He's on to us. Run. <laughs> um, but they actually built the 501st Stormtroopers. And so they have those 501st Stormtrooper costumes around. So whenever they want to use them, whenever they want to do Order 66 stuff with the Jedi Temple, they actually have the armor. And they I would imagine... Hmm? When they showed up, they confiscated their armor. <laughs> you know, this no, is but, all we own. All this you don't own your fan armor. We own it. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they actually got a got a fan or somebody who used to do costuming as a stormtrooper. It's like a lady. I saw her. That guy from uh, MythBusters. He has like a video of the lady who made one of them. Like it's pretty a pretty good video, by the way. He also has a cool video up right now of um, the Darth Vader helmet, like the one that's broken, like how they made it, what they had to do to do it. It's pretty, pretty informative. It's worth worth a watch, actually. I like his Batwing episode. That's the one yeah, that was cool too. Yeah, yeah, that little the little pinchers thing work on it and everything that like yeah. grabs the balloons. I like that. But um, yeah, and then the Emperor goes on to say, um, the actual Emperor. I doubt it's Tendrilla or Hosnian Prime. It, it has to be Coruscant. 
Yeah, I feel like Chandrilla, when we fucking like get it in live action, is going to look really different than those things. And 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 uh, Hosni and like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, for instance, film Chandrilla during the day, and then uh, Hosni and Prime. I'm gonna guess that it's not Hosni and Prime, but but the only thing the reason why it could be Hosni and Prime is we know that it eventually they moved the capital away from of the Republic away from Coruscant there, but I think that happens later on in their books. So they would Let's literally have to they would they would have to be erasing their own books in order to do that, but in order but that would be but they would only be doing that there to honor it. So they would, they would literally be erasing to honor. That doesn't make sense. So I'm going to go with it being Coruscant. I think that's probably... Well, Chen is going to look like a Benny Hans in space. Like, let's oh. be honest. I'm, I'm judging by Mon Mothma's apartment. What, uh, if, <laughs> what if everything, everything is is based off of off of her um, schluppy husband? Everything is like... Is like wait, everything everything Perrin... Perrin is the main design motif yeah. of that whole planet. I, I'd be yeah, for it. Yeah, like a man bun is a planet. Oh yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the if if Alderaan is, is the space buns, it's the man bun planet. For yeah, sure. I like that. So Clever. yeah, anyway, prime fucking huh? loser, cheap ass way to punk out of just saying we didn't blow up Coruscant. Fucking liars. Yeah, yeah. JJ wanted to blow up Coruscant. They said no. We don't want to destroy like the planet. There's there's too much stuff and too much legacy and things that we want to build and we yeah, want we'll to destroy some shit you've never seen before and have no fucking then, context for. And... Well, like like <laughs> see, a bunch I of people you've never I met. Blame, I don't blame Lucasfilm <laughs> on this one though. I blame JJ from just go for just going. Well, I'm just going to make generic Coruscant. Yeah, like I, I mean they did con- like I had concept art for some wild fucking planets that they were drawing up for for the Force Awakens and literally it would have been good to see any of it like it was all good and should have blown be... up corellia you know what i mean like i mean i i, th- I think i think i think would have would have fallen under the same purview as course yeah but at least at least you could have seen it in a soul no one's heard of Hazi. you just made up some fucking who cares no, exactly who cares exactly who cares? but but it's but you but nobody cares because it has no clear defining character. Could have blown up Tatooine. There's like there's like nothing and unique then, about it. And then everyone cheers. Yay! Yeah. We hate that planet. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like it's like no, but that, that is that is the Hosnian Prime problem. Is that it, that there's just there's absolutely I couldn't tell you what makes that planet different from memory right now. I couldn't tell no, you like like hey, you know what? That's not really Coruscant. The end of Jedi Special Edition. It's Hosnian Prime. That's why it doesn't look like the Coruscant in the prequels. Right? It looks more like a painting. Yeah, uh, you need to watch the movies again. It's exactly the same place. You could even see the same buildings. Nah. Yeah, look, yeah, but it looks like a shitty buildings. painting. It's a shitty CGI version. Hosnian Prime. Looks well, it's more 1997, like... Rob. Give him a yeah, fucking yeah, break. Yeah. No, break. I'm not giving. No, fuck that. Like <laughs> what? 1997, <laughs> Rob. You get Come no on. breaks. It looks no good breaks. for 1997. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, wait, wait, what is that just you saying? Talking shit. Mando levels DLC are coming to Lego Star Wars. A Skywalker saga. So so Mando levels are coming. That's badass. That's good. I actually wouldn't mind playing some more of that game again. I think I've done the majority. I think I've done it all really. Um, I don't think I have like every challenge, but I think I have. I found everything or something. So that's cool. And then it seems like a rogue dev mentioned it. 
that's from two places now. Fucking badass. That's cool. When I tell Luke today, he'll be happy. I'll tell him as as the true told me, and he'll be like, "Cool." So, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, if you're gonna, you know, if if you're gonna work in Star Wars, you just need to give places like if it's important, if it's supposed to be important, then you need to give it like something, something you something like unique about it, you know, like and like it was really like. It's a lame idea, like, well, we just moved the capital of the, of the Republic here. Coruscant's the capital of the Republic because it's the core. Like, so moving it to, like, another place, it just plays kind of stupid, you know? But I, I'm guessing it's down the street from the core. I can't remember what, what their explanation was. It's like making Kansas City the, the capital of the United States, Because right? it's from the center. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but do, do you uh, also like remember was the name Maisie Sellers Richardson Sellers Maisie Richardson Sellers maybe that was her name, and uh, they like they they did like a, a casting announcement for this character, for the for this woman. People thought she was like a main character. Maybe she's Lando's daughter. People speculated all this stuff, and all she did literally like look up at the thing, and uh, people are like, well, oh, they must have cut all her parts. But I had the casting, I had the uh, shooting schedule for the, for that film. And it was like, well, what was, what did they get? Oh, there was a moment where she like takes, like takes the message from Leia and brings it there. Like, like, you know what I mean? That's why she was there. It was literally like a, it was a ruse. That was them trying to like fool us. Trying to like make us go down a rabbit hole and speculate on the wrong stuff. And uh, pretty dumb. Thankfully they didn't do that too much more after that. But as it true says, they just canceled the Lego Disney game after years of develop. Wait, they just canceled the Lego Disney game after years of development. Next game is Lego Batman, but it's in concept stage. To keep some devs busy, they've been on the Mando DLC, according to anonymous leaks. I've been there before. All right, cool. That, that's weird. On when you're on a game and then they cancel it, so they they try to conjure up work for you, so they don't lose the teams. You know? Yeah. It's uh, it's always. It's tough because you're happy to work, but then you're like, oh man, like it's well, too much for I'm out. Like, I don't know. It's as a Disney shield, I say fuck Disney, and I'm glad that Star Wars was getting it. I mean, Mando levels I care about. I wasn't gonna play the fucking Lego Disney game. You know what I mean? I may be like a little mermaid looking for blocks. I don't care. But you want to make me a Mando, some Mando levels, I'll buy that shit for 20 bucks. You got my money. So, anyways, uh, play a Lego poo. Yeah. But 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 we, we did it, Rob. We did it, Rob. Let, let, let's let, let's let's call it a day before we get in trouble. Something a good idea to you? <laughs> you started the show off with people of color and demonetization. Like I don't know how much more trouble we can get into. But I mean, all right. I mean, we could be like buy our supplements. You know, we could go. No, back. don't. Don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, well, I bought our supplements, and I'm a ghost. Like that's oh. what happened. <laughs> Jason, Jason's got no power. His house is slowly flooding. Right. <laughs> our, 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 our supplements called flonatine. Flonatine. It's a. It's from the. It's from the beard shavings of Dave Filoni. It gives you very special powers. Flonitine. Yeah. Oh yeah. That makes you rock hard. No, I'm saying, Jason, just makes you a little rock hard. Little. No, I mm. don't, Dave. It's not working. Mm. Oh, okay. Felonity uh, made me impotent. Uh, <laughs> that's, love again. That's, that's the trick. Can't, can't knock him up if you can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's too much. All right, it's everybody. Much. 
We'll see everybody tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 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 It's you the know. end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! You know you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships. Hey!